And Don Jackson Blattner, the author and registered dietitian and nutritionist, joins us again. Hi, DJB. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. You know this is my favorite time of the week. I love it. I love you. I love your audience. It's great, great time. What have you had for breakfast? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Uh, I've already had uh, my weightlifting class. I've already had my high-protein smoothie with ground flax, spinach, and berries. And I was just recipe testing a trail mix cookie. So we'll see how those turn out. What kind of flour do you use in that cookie? Oh, hey, do you know this? This is such a cool trick. Is I take rolled oats. So, you know, they're pretty thick and robust. And I put them in my blender and I pulse them about four times. And that turns into oat flour. So I make my own oat flour. It sounds very fancy, but I just take rolled oats and pulse it. And then you're getting 100% whole grain as your cookie. I, I got It doesn't have gluten, so they don't rise. They don't look exactly the same. But you could take whatever cookie recipe that you're making um, and do half your regular, like, flour, whole wheat flour or white flour, and then do half of this oat flour that I make. And I did say it's great. You know, oats are so good for you, good for your heart, yeah, good for no digestion. Kidding. You would find a way to make a healthy cookie. You did that for fudge when you told us how to make a sweet potato chocolate fudge. But how do you sweeten your cookie then? Okay, so these, I mean, these are in test process right now, but I have banana as the base. Uh, so I've mashed up a banana, and then there is a little bit of mini dark chocolate chips in there. So we'll see, we'll see how they turn out, but lots and lots of, like, mixed nuts and seeds, because, you know, it's like trail mix cookies. So if these turn out, I'm definitely going to share them with you. Don, I want you to talk a little bit today about immunity, because um, as much as we are all fighting all of the germs and viruses and coughs out there, it would be nice if our diet did something to fortify our body's natural immunity. Do you think about that, and do you have tips on that? Yes. You know what? I think about it all the time, particularly now. I don't know if you're around a bunch of people who are either just getting over something or everybody's talking about, like, how, oh, so-and-so has this. I always think about immunity, and I love being proactive. Honestly, there are things that we can do. So um, I break them down when I'm talking either to myself or to people who are asking um, or writing an article on immunity. I break it down into foods we can eat, lifestyle tricks, supplements, things we can do for the outside of our body, and how to fortify our gut. So there really are like a lot of areas that we can look at. But of course, you know, food is my number one thing. And I, my top four things that I talk about are put leafy greens in your day every day, drink a ton of water, eat less sugar, and I got to tell you, Garlic. Garlic is, you know, it's no one food is so magical, but garlic really does have natural antifungal, antibacterial, antiviral, anti-inflammatory properties. It's very good. The the trick is, is it's raw garlic is even better uh, for all of these things than when you cook it, cook it, cook it. So the deal is, is like, how do you actually use raw garlic for real? And so uh, I use it a lot in salad dressing. So I feel like that's an easy place to do it. And then about 20 years ago, I had a client who was like 100 years old, literally 100 years old. And I said, you know, hey, what's your secret? You know, what is your secret? She said, girl, every single day I take a whole grain cracker. I put on fresh garlic and a drizzle of honey and I eat that every day. And I thought to myself, 
hey, that's actually a pretty good idea if you're trying to get more raw garlic in your life. They have a little bit on the cracker with some raw honey. But everyone you love has to do the same so that you all reek of garlic. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, going to say, single. Well, so when you all exactly. are consuming garlic or putting it in your salad dressing, are you mincing it up that way? Yeah, mincing it is really, really key. Um, so I either cut it really, really fine and then leave it for a little while. What is a little while? A couple of minutes. Um, and this compound allicin, that is really a, a very magical compound in garlic, actually sort of multiplies while it's chopped up and sitting on each other. And so chopping it up and then letting it sit for a couple of minutes, activating that allicin compound, um, and then enjoying it. And, you know, the other thing is it doesn't that um, fend off like uh, vampires too, right? It fends off a lot of things. What about gar- <laughs> yeah. What about garlic? What about the uh, vitamin supplement called garlic? Yeah, you know what? The thing is, is with a lot of foods, is they find these active ingredients and then they'll make a supplement out of it. So it actually is a very good thing. Um, of all the supplements that I would take, you know, would I take that for every single person? No, but, you know, it is an option and it, it is good. It does have that active ingredient in there of garlic. Well, there was a story this week, not to get off the topic, but I will for just a minute, that the, oh shoot, what was the name, Pete might recall, of the multivitamin, the multivitamin, uh, Centrum, Centrum Silver, and they said that that multivitamin might actually be beneficial in in warding off. It's not going to cure it, but it might slow the progress of dementia. Have you heard about that? Yeah, it's the third study of its type, and uh, all on, you know, the money maker of Centrum funding the study using Centrum as a vitamin. But it's the third one that says, in fact, uh, you know, because everybody says, does a multiple vitamin actually really do anything? And uh, this third study to say, yeah, it's supporting as we age our brain function. And that can be anything from uh, memory to, like, as you mentioned, uh, dementia, uh, reaction time. So, yeah, there, there is some very good news in that because, you know, again, multiple vitamins is probably where a lot of people start because it's like a, you know, a quick, you know, wham, bam, uh, that you get a lot of nutrients all in that one or two pills a day. Um, the other thing is there has been a study of people who take a multiple vitamin actually do when you take their blood, they actually do have higher levels of all of those micronutrients in their blood. So, you know, it is doing something. um, But of course, you know, the word supplement means in addition to, uh, in addition to a healthy lifestyle and supplements work wonders, you know, but if you don't have the healthy lifestyle to support it, they're not going to, you know, be a magic bullet. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. And I don't recall that they said exactly what component of the multivitamin is doing it, but that that compound does seem to do it. And the doctor we talked to, uh, Dr. Jeffrey Copen from Northwestern, he didn't seem to think that that was the only multivitamin you could take, but that maybe it's a multivitamin. Do you understand that to be true? Yes. So this is what happens in a lot of research studies, is that somebody is giving all of these participants the vitamins, um, and somebody is funding the study and the scientists and everybody to do it. And so that is a great springboard to say, hey, yes, this particular multivitamin in this study works, but... It's suggesting that multiple vitamins that have a similar type of vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, zinc, that typical rundown would likely do something similar. 
But, you know, you got to be careful when it comes to vitamins and, and having brands you trust. You know, like big companies like Accentrum, you know, have listed on their website how they test and how they actually make sure that what you're taking is listed on the bottles actually in the bottle. Like, that's the big thing, is making sure that you're, you're using brands you trust. Well, so if we are talking about immunity, it's about food. Maybe a multivitamin, that's a tangent here, is good for us. But it's not just the, um, the food we eat. You also talk about lifestyle. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, okay, I know, don't roll your eyes at this, but it's true. We learned this over the pandemic, right? Washing your hands is a big deal. And so a lot of people have sort of gotten out of that, <laughs> just so you know. Um, so getting back to washing your hands. But then also sleep, exercise, and meditation. There are research studies about this. It's not just good. Oh, yeah, I guess that would be good to meditate. I guess it would be good to exercise. I guess it would be good to get sleep. No, these things actually can improve your immune system. So especially if you're feeling run down, that's the time to activate these things and not keep pushing, um, but to actually reset your nervous system and help your immune system get bolstered. So wash your hands. Um, I know you have on your list things like meditate, get sleep, exercise most days. And it just seems like that's what we always hear. But it's, I, it sounds like you're not saying it just because that's what we always say, but because it really matters. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that, it, you know, I, I think it is like all those basic things. Everybody really wants some kind of magic. Like, oh, you know, isn't there just like one thing? It's like, you know, all these things really do play a role together. And you don't have to be perfect at all of them, but really aiming uh, to do these things. It, yeah, it's not just because it's like, um, you know, uh, it's hot air. You know what I mean? People aren't just saying it. I mean, this stuff is like it should be a prescription. Yeah. We should be able to give a prescription pad of sleep and exercise because yeah. that stuff really would cure a lot. And then we would have to get people to follow the prescription. Okay, so 312-981-7200. Don Jackson Blattner's on the phone line. 773 says, I cut my red wine indulgence in half and lost six pounds in almost four weeks. It's true. Uh, dietitian, nutritionist, author, and expert Don Jackson Blattner joins us most Wednesdays at this time. And it is most Wednesdays at this time. <clears throat> most Thursdays at this time. And it is Thursday. Hey, Don. <laughs> hey, Don. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine said, pre-chopped, store-bought garlic. Is that okay when you said we should consume raw garlic? Is the pre-chopped store-bought stuff okay? Uh, hey, listen, it is okay. It is better, uh, slightly more active compounds when it is you fresh press it and leave it for a couple minutes, but it still is okay. Chefs will roll their eyes at us because we'll be like, hey, you know, it tastes so much better when you uh, do your own mincing of your garlic. Um, but for health reasons, it's still okay. It's not the best, but it's still okay. I uh, mentioned earlier on the show that my friend John Hansen here at WGN Radio said you changed his life when you said how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the hack was to not use Smucker's preserves, but to just chop fresh strawberries in thin slices and put those on there. And that will be the jelly component. Am I, do I remember this correctly, Don? Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Upgrade your bread. Make sure your peanut butter isn't sugar added and palm oil in there and put fresh fruit 
like strawberries or, I mean, people like grapes too. I know it's a controversy, but you can even put grapes or banana in there, fresh fruit for extra fiber and nutrition. That's, yes, I love that. And talk to me just real quick about the store brands, or the uh, Skippy and Jif and stuff like that. Are you okay? I thought peanut butter was pretty good. It's peanut butter. but Yeah, I, the biggest thing, no matter what brand it is, you just look at the ingredients to see that it's just peanuts and salt. You really do not want uh, sugar added to it, and you really do not want different kinds of like palm oils and different oils in there, which means at the end of the day, you're buying a natural type peanut butter, which is the closest thing to just fresh peanuts that you can buy. And likely it's going to separate. And everyone complains about this. I get it. I get it. It's sort of a mess. Open it up. But here's before you open it at your house. Here's what I do. I turn it upside down and I keep it in my cabinet upside down for a while. So then when I'm ready to use it that first time, it's easier to stir in the oil and re-get it together. And then the key is going to be, once you stir it that one time, it's not that big of a deal to have natural peanut butter. So anyway, I'm a big fan of uh, you know all natural allies. Debbie, you're on WGN with Don Jackson Blattner. Hi. Hello. How are you? Thank you for taking the call, John yeah. and Dawn. Quick question. Um, I have high cholesterol. Seems that I always have. Uh, I have gotten away from going on statins because I don't like drugs, and I am always concerned about the impact they may have on drugs that I am currently taking. Do you have any suggestions, recommendations for a diet that really has an impact on cholesterol? Yes. Okay. This is so, so great. Um, now, the first thing I'm going to say is like, hey, talk to your doctor. If somebody needs to be on a med, be on a med. However, if you're looking for lifestyle things, they're called therapeutic lifestyle changes, TLC. And a lot of people have cholesterol issues. And one of the very, very, very first things is fiber is making sure that your diet has at least 30 grams of fiber a day. That comes from beans, lentils, nuts, seeds, whole grains, fruits and vegetables, because fiber will help decrease that bad cholesterol, LDL cholesterol. But you really have to be conscientious that you're eating your oats in the morning, you're having beans in your salad, you're making sure you're snacking on nuts and seeds and have vegetables and fruits everywhere. The other thing is fish. i got to tell you, fish is interesting. Um, whether it is you get enough through your diet three times a week, uh, especially the fatty fish, like tuna and salmon and sardines, um, or fish oils, the, uh, talk to your doctor if you're taking new pills. But anyways, uh, the idea with fish is that it increases the good cholesterol, HDL, and that it alters the triglyceride levels, which oftentimes are screwed up for people too. And then the final thing is fitness. So you got fiber, fish, and fitness are the three must-haves when somebody is first trying to really manipulate their cholesterol numbers. And the good news is, of all the things, cholesterol really responds to these lifestyle changes. It really does. So if you were to go do these things for you know six months and then go get your levels retested, it's very motivated and exciting because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing the actual change happen. Thanks for that call, and thanks for that answer. Uh, let's try Dave on WGN. Dave, what can we do for you? You're on with Don Jackson-Blattner. Hey, Don. Very much enjoy your segment on WGN. Um, I am a retired pharmacist, and I have a massive pet peeve, something that makes my blood pressure jump probably 30 points. It's the advertising, and I think there's so much of um, – chicanery and robbery that goes on in over-the-counter market today and that's what these are it's a i'm not going to mention the product name but it it's a a product that ostensibly 
states that you can get all of your fruits and vegetables in two capsules. I've priced this stuff out. It's ridiculously expensive. So if there's any benefit someone gets from this, it's an expensive placebo for whatever it is they think it's fixing. Mm, no. I'll have the same argument against a lot of these mental uh, supplements like, well, I can't even say them, but there's probably five or six of them. One of them, it even comes from jellyfish. And we know the brilliance of jellyfish. <laughs> so anyway, this, <laughs> this bugs this stuff just bugs the hell out of me because there's there's really no science, even though you'll see in the fine print, um, you know, studies. There's no studies. I've looked this crap up online, and it's a bunch of crap. It's just big business getting away with fleecing people who love to self-medicate. Just- okay, hold on. I hear you loud and clear. I, don't you love that passion? I love the passion. Hey, listen, if it sounds too good to be true, like these two baby little tiny capsules – is going to give you everything that you need for your fruits and vegetables, which we know we're supposed to be eating cups and cups and cups and cups a day. If it sounds too good to be true, likely it is. So I, I couldn't love that uh, call more. <laughs> it's, you know, it really is true. Okay. Thanks for the call and the heads up. 815 said eating barbecue for the Kansas City Chiefs game. What's the healthiest barbecue style? Oh, okay. So listen, when it comes to barbecue, what are you dealing with? You're dealing with a meat and you're dealing with a sauce. Like that's the thing. The, let's do the sauce first. Bottom line, why barbecue sauce gets a bad rap is sugar, 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 so much sugar. They do have in the grocery store, you can buy a barbecue sauce with no sugar. And I'm not saying the words no sugar added, that it's sweetened with sucralose and artificial sweeteners. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they sell a barbecue sauce that has no artificial sweeteners and no sugar. Just read the labels and you can see that you can get a good barbecue sauce. So that's the first step. And, you know, hey, mustard also, the mustard-style uh, barbecue where it's more mustard and not so sugary, very, very good. More vinegary, more mustardy, great. Um, and then when it comes to meat, the biggest thing is are you rounding it out at that meal with some produce? So, like, hey, if you're going to be doing, like, a, you know, typical kind of, like, beef chuck roast is, like, pretty typical, uh, then just make sure you have some, like, vinegar-based coleslaw around there so you're not just eating tons and tons and tons of meat. Or if you really want to get an A-plus from your dietitian, you're going to eat pulled chicken. You're going to eat, like, crockpot pulled chicken is actually very delicious, and you get a good no-sugar barbecue sauce on there. Delicious. Does the dark meat, uh, is that worse for you than the white meat? Uh, A little bit, a little bit, but it's still in the family of poultry, and it still uh, surpasses even any other types of meat, so it's still A-OK. Can you ask Don about cauliflower? It seems like... It's being talked about being healthy these days, but there's a lot of carbs in it. Is it still good as a regular vegetable cauliflower? Uh, Cauliflower does not have a a lot of carbs in it. It's considered a low-carb veggie. Um, It is a cruciferous vegetable in the exact same family as uh, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and kale. So it is a superfood, even though it is white. It happens to have a lot of nutrition, and I love it chopped up like in little rice pieces and doing what I call 50-50 rice, where I do 50% cauliflower rice and 50% regular brown rice or even quinoa. And it helps actually decrease the carbs of your meal, increase the vegetables of your meal, and it tastes absolutely delicious. So I'm a big fan, big fan. Don, next time we visit, one of our listeners said, have you watched You Are What You Eat on Netflix or the documentary Feeding Tomorrow on Apple TV and Prime? Have you seen either of those? Uh, yes, and we can talk very much. Uh, it, it brings into light plant-based and vegan eating, which we can talk about. 
Okay, maybe that next week and whatever else is on your mind. It's always very helpful, my friend. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Have a great week.